Hey, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Angular Air. I'm your host, Justin Schwarzenberger. I really wish we had these um, Google, you know, lower third bar showing up again, but for some reason we don't have it anymore. So just have to take our words for, for who we are. Today we're uh, talking Angular Contributor Days, uh, version 2.0, I think, the second iteration of that. So it should be pretty cool. So let's meet our panelists and then we'll say hi to our guests. Joining us today as panelists, we've got Austin McDaniel. Austin, what's going on? How's it going, everyone? I just got back from Switzerland. Uh, I had to miss last week. Sorry, I missed last week, uh, but just got back. Had an awesome trip. I'm super jet lagged, so but excited to be here. I saw a picture of you inside a glacier. That was kind of epic. Yeah, that was at what they call like the top of Europe. It's like Jungfrau Jak. Yeah, I can't say it. Whatever. <laughs> uh, like it was so high, like my head just felt like it was going to explode. Yeah, sure. You you post a lot of pictures. Look pretty pretty amazing. I was super. Jealous. It was so beautiful, so beautiful, and had a great talk at a PillConf as well. So that was great. Nice, nice. All right, we got Bonnie Brennan with us. Bonnie, how's it going? Good, good. I'm glad to be here. I think I missed last week too, and I was sad. I love you guys. And then I checked to see who was going to be on today, and I was like, Tracy, and oh my goodness, Steven, like I can't miss it. So wild horses could not keep me away. Spoilers. You know, you <laughs> I'm sorry. See, these stupid, these panelists just don't behave themselves. All right. All right. So I'm going to introduce our other panelists. Then, Bonnie, I'm going to make you introduce our guests. So there. Okay. Okay. So uh, our other panelists, we got Mike Brocky with us, and I think I need to focus on him. Mike, what's going on? Yeah, I, I'm muted, but I'm in the room with Stephen Fluin, so we're sharing a microphone with different cameras. So sometimes I may talk, and Stephen may just move his mouth to make it look like I'm talking and sounding like me. So I'll try not to say anything too offensive those times. Well, now you you pulling the the mystery away. You could have like totally walked into Steven's camera at one point and been like, "Oh, I'm just gonna warp there." But you know, well, the switch yeah. at various points. <laughs> Maybe we'll even change rooms right in the middle of the call. That that might that might happen. All right, Bonnie, introduce our guest for us, please. I mean, I just have to say I'm super excited because these two, yeah, I didn't know Steven that well in the beginning and I was kind of intimidated because he seems so professional. But then once I got to know him, like he's so fun. And like, then you see the silly side come out and it just makes me so happy. And same thing with Tracy, like Tracy is super, super fun. And these guys are just like, I know that there's, you know, this is Angular and we're professional and we're like software developers, but then I love fun people. So you guys just make me happy, y'all are fun. And I didn't hardly get to see you at NGConf, so hello. <laughs> Go ahead, Tracy. Oh, what should I say? Hi, everyone. Yeah, because that was just that was just me like fangirling because I love you guys. Oh, I love you all too. I love you, but I loved your outfit, as I said um, at the last conference. Always, you know, if you if you're a female and you love dresses and you want to wear them at conferences, you should because it encourages everybody else to wear dresses. If you're a female and you don't like wearing dresses, don't wear dresses. But uh, Yes, I love seeing you in that beautiful dress uh, during the party. It was my favorite. I know that was very unusual. I don't normally wear dresses, but that dress was just, and it had pockets. Dresses with pockets are like the best thing ever. But yeah, it was, it was fun. Yeah. Was so fun. my name, my name is Tracy. I'm a co-founder of a company called This.Labs. Um, 
do a lot of stuff, a Google developer expert as well, do community relations for Node Foundation. And I probably couldn't list off all the things I do. Um, but anyways, all those things, you can follow me on Twitter at Lady Leet. Always love helping uh, women in tech and things like that. And specifically on here today to talk about Angular Contributor Days uh, with Steven. Who are you, Steven? Hi, I'm Steven Fluen. I'm a developer advocate on the Angular team here at Google. Uh, so I just spend all day building cool things with Angular and talking to people who build cool things with Angular. Best job ever. Living the dream. I know. That's and traveling the world talking about Angular. I guess that's that's the other cool part. And making time for Angular Air, right? Of course. That that was that was the zeroth element. Do you got any cool trips coming up? Uh, so Google I/O is next week, which is a big big event. Uh, and then the week after that, uh, I'm going to be in Vienna, Austria, for We Are Developers, which should be fun. I'm also doing a remote presentation for Angular Bolivia. And uh, then we've got, I've got a trip to Boston, and we've got Angular Contributor Day. Yeah. Well, actually, that's cool, because I'll see you at IO, and I'll see you at We Are Devs as well. So, awesome. Are you going to be in Boston, too? Would be. No, I'm not going to be in Boston, unfortunately. But... Um, yeah. That's where I'll be, too, everybody. I'll be at Microsoft Build, too. Is Angular team going? I know Angular team went to Microsoft Build last year. Yeah, Rob will be at Build, so oh, we presence there. You guys have to tweet a lot of pictures so we can live vicariously. OK. Can do. Nice. All right, so contributor days. Uh, we actually had both of you on uh, for an episode like 101, I think it is, uh, where we talked about the first contributor days, Angular contributor days. Uh, so now we're into round two, right? So maybe we can get a recap really quick what the Angular contributor days is all about, and then we can kind of dive into like what this iteration is going to be. You're going to make me do it? <laughs> I, I can do it, whatever you want. <laughs> you do it first. I'll fill in the details. Okay, so uh, for me, Angular Contributor Days, it's um, really all about bringing together um, the, all the different folks that make up the Angular ecosystem uh, in a lot of different ways. And so this was actually something we did last year um, where we, we brought everybody together in the same room, um, but we felt that it was, it was actually fundamentally limiting to kind of uh, squeeze everyone into a single room because like we couldn't fit everyone, we, we didn't have space. Uh, we, we tried to keep the, the conversation really productive. Um, and it, it was really good for the people that were able to be there, but it was uh, almost too exclusive. And so um, with uh, can, the second contributor days we're, we're really focusing on here, uh, we're looking at how do we expand that? How do we make it bigger? And so one of the, the big changes for this year that we're doing uh, is we're, we're pulling it online so that everyone can kind of participate in real time, see what's going on, um, hear from a lot more different folks. Uh, so for us, Contributor Day, it's it's really about bringing the kind of Angular and the JavaScript ecosystems together um, for a number of different reasons. So uh, obviously, there's cross-pollination. So when one awesome person hears what another awesome person is doing, uh, they're going to say, hey, that's that's a cool. Like, what about this? What about this? And so better, cooler ideas are going to come up spontaneously. Um, we want to make it uh, also present kind of a model, because there's a lot of people that are in our ecosystem that are doing really great things. Um, but they don't really know that they're doing great things. They, they feel like, oh, I'm just a one person, I'm on, on my own, uh, and you're really not. Uh, it, it's a very, very easy, quick, fast, simple transition to go from someone who's just building Angular applications to someone who's building a tool that 
thousands or millions of people rely on. And so uh, we want to bring in some of the the kind of current leaders of the ecosystem today uh, and, and say, hey, look how easy it is to uh, kind of focus in a specific area, do something amazing, and then kind of uh, share that with the whole world. Yeah, and um, just to add on to that, format-wise is, uh, it's gonna be you, Steven, and it's gonna be, I think, Igor and Hans, correct? Uh, from Angular Core, and then we'll be inviting some people who are doing projects in the community and some people who are um, doing consulting and some people who are doing teaching to sort of present and sort of give like a five minute like, hey, here's what's going on, just to expose people more to what the entire Angular ecosystem has to offer. Uh, Angular team will also be doing like a state world of Angular. I forgot what you called it, but like I think it was world of world of angular or something state of state state of the ecosystem something like yeah. that <laughs> exactly and um but then what we're also doing is uh you know since every, you know we can't fit hundreds of people onto one google hangouts this is going to be broadcasted via google hangouts live uh we're uh, inviting a bunch of people that we know who are speakers contributors to the ecosystem etc to come on log in so we're gonna have a very active sort of like live chat through and be engaging and interacting with those people and you'll see those people listed online but you know this is open to sort of everybody right so you don't have to directly be contributing right now you just have to be curious and excited about angular or maybe you know you have questions about what's going on uh, from the Angular team. We will be sending out a survey soon um, for the Angular contributor days to sort of talk about like, uh, you know, maybe like uh, what questions do you want answered from the Angular team or what can the Angular team do to better help onboard new contributors to the ecosystem, et cetera. So contributordays.com is the, uh, the website and we hope to see everybody there. Nice. Yeah, the, the, at the last one, you know, there, there seemed to be a lot of focus around um, how do you get the community and people involved in in, uh, in Angular to ramp up on Angular and learn how to use it and to get introduced to it, right? Um, and, and how can you make that easier and, and, and more approachable? And I'm wondering if like this year, this version, now that's kind of settled in and people are used to it. Now is it like, where do we go next with Angular? Like, will that be a discussion? Yeah, I think that's a big one of the big transitions that we've seen over the last year is so we released 2.0.0 in September of 2016. Um, and in that very that early period, people were all kind of waiting and seeing what we were going to do. Because uh, even though we, we had this kind of really long track record of success with AngularJS, people wanted to, to wait and see what was happening with Angular. Uh, but I, I think even last year, we hit a point where, okay, now everyone's pretty confident this is going to be... Uh, a pretty great thing. Um, and then everyone was like, okay, well now I want to learn. And now we've seen this, this big transition to, okay, now millions of people have learned and now what do they do next? How do they advance their skills? How do they uh, go further and whatnot? But uh, I, I would almost say that, that it's important for us not to forget all of the people that are, are just getting started. Because if, if, if you look at, whoops, I'm trying to watch Angular Air on my phone, apparently. Um, uh, so one of the, the big, Things is like if you go to conferences, if you watch podcasts like this, uh, you hear a lot from people that are on kind of the the leading edge. Um, but there's there's millions of developers that are, are still just getting started, and so I, I always want to try and reflect that the kind of silent majority of people that uh, make sure we don't leave those behind. 
I think one of the I think one of the really biggest things is, you know, people people like so one of the things about getting involved in open source in general or just community in general is all you have to do is just start, right? So I think a lot of people come to me and they're like, hey, how do I be a better Angular developer? Or how do I get involved and become a speaker? And honestly, all you have to do is submit a talk. All you have to do is start talking to people online. Um, you know, there's no requirement, right? Like you're not, you don't have to be like this type of developer. Cause honestly, like if you keep thinking you need to be some level of developer, you're never going to get, you're never going to get there. So I think contributor days is a really good way to just sort of like be introduced to the community. Uh, one of the things I love about the Angular community is that it is so open. It is so inclusive. Like Steven, you are so like, no, it's all inclusive. Like you're so not about uh, any sort of like exclusivity thing or anything like that. And I think that's really beautiful and it's sort of like rippled down to the entire community, right? Like people just show up. Like this one guy at RX workshop at ngconf, uh, you know, he he was like, hey, I built this really cool thing with RxJS and Firebase. I'm like, that's so cool. Are you on Twitter? And he wasn't. And then after ngconf, like I see him tweeting like multiple times a day now. And now he's involved in the community. And he was like up on stage, I think, with somebody um, at ngconf. Maybe it was you, Broccoli. I don't remember this. Chris Rivera guy. Um, he was on stage. So many people said at, there were a lot of people that I met at ngconf who had never been there and they had just never really participated. I mean, they're using Angular back at home in their, you know, jobs, but so many people said that they were just overwhelmed at how nice. And I felt the same way the first time I went to ngconf. I was like, I cannot believe these people are so nice. And they're just so, it was great. It's, it's really amazing. And I think it's something unique in the Angular community. Which I love. Like a, a lot of people work really hard to draw distinctions between um, like contributors, non-contributors, Angular team, things like that. And I, I really want a lot of those distinctions to fade away, right? Where we're all doing this together. Um, like someone could come up with the, the most important library ever uh, or like a, a piece of Angular or contribute or, or, or be a part of this. And, and they don't need permission to do that, right? You can just kind of do just just get started. I think it's I think it's a, a very good not that it is a strategy, but if it were a strategy, it would be great because when you meet these people that you really admire so much and they're so humble, it's like you just love them even more. So you guys are just gathering up all the love and passing it back out. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah, it's a you know if you look at the different core teams, like uh, you know there's I mean, certain JavaScript mm, core teams. What do I call them? Uh, yeah, okay, maybe core teams, like framework core teams. And everybody takes like a little bit of a different approach of how like they decide to deal with the community. Like some people are like, hey, whatever, community is going to do whatever they want to do. We don't care. Um, but I think Angular does a really, Angular team does a really good job at like fostering that, right? That whole like, hey, let's be diverse. Like, hey, let's be nice to each other. Like, that type of thing. So I've, I've always found the Angular community very welcoming. And I mean, it was my first ng-conf. I remember, um, I don't know, a few people invited me to ng-conf and then Jules uh, Kramer invited me to ng-conf. And after my first ng-conf, I was like, oh my God, the community is so large. Like I could keep busy with Angular for the entire year. And that's exactly what happened. Like all of a sudden I was doing Angular 
for the rest of the year. <laughs> so, and it's, it's actually one thing that we're trying to do better at is, yeah. is even making it easier for the community con to contribute. And so we're, we're always looking for new API services. So we, we've kind of talked a little bit about the, this new uh, rendering pipeline that we call Ivy. Um, one of the the intents behind that is that we it makes it easier to contribute into the kind of the uh, inner workings of Angular. Um, and then you also see this kind of across the board with a lot of our work with uh, the CLI and schematics, um, things like ng-add, ng-update, ng-generate, all of these things are the things that developers can tap into as part of their applications, as part of their libraries, um, without even having to touch the, the core framework packages of Angular. It'll allow you to experiment on your own, in your own environment of however you feel comfortable without necessarily putting your code out there for others to uh, see and feel um, for potential feedback. So if you don't want that feedback, you can totally uh, work isolated in a box. One of the things I'm excited about the format of this year's contributor days versus last year is the open collaborative environment. Uh, there were some really good discussions last year, but those types of conversations can only get better by adding more people to the conversation and by making it more public and more accessible to more people. I think it'll help drive that conversation a little bit more. Yeah, we wish we had a, it's funny because we should probably do some sort of like Angular roulette at some point in time. Wouldn't it be cool if like anybody who's doing anything related to Angular gave sec like 60 second pitches or something like that? And you know, but that's for another day. But yeah. some yeah. There's so many cool things I, I want to happen in this community. I, I want, so like, I, I talk to companies every day that can't hire Angular developers fast enough. And I, I wish I could like help match make those people, but I, I don't want to become a recruiting company or a staffing company, right? I, I'm already way, way too busy. Um, but then like one of the, the things that one of our community members did was uh, they built a angulardoc.org where it, it scans all of GitHub for open source Angular projects, and they found like 10,000 projects that you can just now search and you can look for examples. You can say, hey, give me an example of using Angular Fire, NG Bootstrapper, or whatever. Uh, and I, I love those things because not only are the community doing awesome things, the community is doing awesome things to connect to itself, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I know that will be coming in, just giving like a quick five minute update on things. So we'll have we'll have like these formats of um, you know uh, Angular team giving sort of an update. We'll have Q and A slash panel type thing, which uh, Carmen Popovicio, oh god, I forget her name, Carmen, my love, Carmen will be uh, uh, moderating that. Um, then we'll be moving on to different things like talking about certain things in the ecosystem. So I'm having Kendo UI come talk, having Native Script come talk, um, having. Mm, storybook for Angular come talk, uh, having Stackblitz come speak as well, um, NGRX too. So like, and, and a ton of others, right? So uh, you'll be able to hear like sort of like little tidbits here and there. And, um, you know, if you're doing amazing things too, we love you. We just couldn't include like everybody we loved, which is why, again, we sort of had this open, right? We're just like, and it's all my fault, by the way. You can complain to me, <laughs> but we tried to be diverse in sort of like these different little categories. Like education is a really important thing with Angular, I think, so we invited a bunch of uh, education type people to come and, you know, be a fun time. Maybe I'll put on my Southern accent for it. Nice. <laughs> so, so, 
if people are looking to, you know, get involved and, and make something, right? Uh, is there, like, how are we going to inventory everything that's already out there? The thing, the gaps that need to be filled, right? I, I think that we're getting a lot of momentum right now where you're going to see, and you already do see some overlap, right? And and so how do people that want to consume things like libraries and, and helpers and these things, like, identify, well, which is the one I want to use? Is it saturated? Like, so, so in terms of somebody getting into it and saying, I want to build something, but I don't know what, but I want to do something to extend Angular in some way. Is there something that that's going to come out of this that we can say, oh, that's an area, right? I, I think what will happen is you'll hear about a lot of the the kind of uh, areas that people are already pushing the envelope a little bit, and and hopefully that will spark people's interest. But it, it really is kind of an open-ended field right now uh, of people contributing. Um, uh, another example of uh, a place that you can look for kind of what you should be doing to contribute to the community. Um, so similar to AngularDoc, uh, Wasim actually just built a new tool. He, he builds a cool new Angular tool every week from what I can tell, but uh, ngx.tools. Uh, it's a new URL where where he's built another search engine for components and packages and things like that. And so I, I always try and be inspired by what the community and what other people are doing and then reflect on my own problems and my own needs. Wasim's always doing his amazing things. And then, was it Minko that created the Is Ivy Ready Yet? Or was that? I don't know if I saw that one. Okay. I don't know if he created it, but I definitely saw him tweeting about it. Yeah. Which I love because it was kind of like a React when React Fiber, it, uh, they had like an Is, is, is Fiber Ready Yet? <laughs> so I love this whole like Is Ivy Ready Yet thing. Um, but. I think that's the beautiful thing about our community. Like Austin, I always see you creating really cool things uh, with visualizations and things like that. And Minko's always doing amazing things. And Wasim's always doing amazing things. Uh, or and people uh, we've never heard of doing amazing things. And we, yeah. I, I would love to look for ways to highlight those people as well. Yeah. yeah. We can just email you daily, right? With like every day if we build a new app. It's like 30 days of emailing Steven. I would love to start that campaign. <laughs> Just tweet at him. <laughs> Steven, do you have the bandwidth for that or what? Oh, I so I, I've been in this community a, a little bit more than two years now, and the the number of emails I get every day is it's getting out of control, but it, it's getting out of control in a good way. I, I mean, it just means that there, there's so much passion in the community right now. Just for our viewers, what's your personal email address? Uh at Stephen Fluin on Twitter. <laughs> it's, it's the new email. Maybe maybe we can start something where people start sending you snail mail. I I wouldn't be opposed to that. I would love that <laughs> Angular fan mail. That'd be so cute. Angular mail time. I'd love it. Let's do it. <laughs> I'll first send myself something, and that will be the only mail time we'll ever have. <laughs> Are you going to send yourself something that tells yourself not to open it for another 20 years? Something like that? Time capsule? An Angular time capsule? It's with all, it's like all the breaking changes that we want to put in. We'll just put them in a time capsule. And then 20 years from now, we'll be like, perfect. This is what we needed. I'm also very excited about you got uh, Angular team hosting um, NG Girls next week after I.O. Yeah, that's that's going to be a big deal. Um, I think we're out of spots now. 
I, I you'd have to ask Shmuel who, who's the the lead. Um, we we got like so it was a week away or like a, two weeks away, and we we didn't have we had a bunch of mentors but not enough attendees, and so then we're like, hey, we should tell people about this event, and then we got the word out, uh, and the number of of people that wanted to attend like 10x that that same day, and we're like, oh, guess we need to find more space. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm uh, going to get a chance to mentor there. So that's going to be really cool. Because um, there was just one at NGConf as well, right? How, how big was the one at NGConf? I want to make uh, everyone should be bigger than the last, right? Like I think we had 90 people. So, so between um, students and mentors, I think we had 65 students signed up. I didn't get an exact head count uh, in the room, but I think it was 60, 65 students and like 30 mentors. So it was pretty exciting. The, the room was definitely packed and it was so, it was, I love NG girls because it's so inspiring and it's so, it's just all the good vibes. The whole room is just full of good vibes and it's, it's super cool and people get excited. I love it. So, so yeah, I, if you, um, if you get a bigger workshop than ours at NGConf, then we're gunning for you next year. Nice. Nice. I, I'm picturing like five years from now, we have like, uh, like a sports arena booked out, like with like that 10,000 developers learning. I mean, it's so empowering. That's why I got it started with with um, teaching because I wish I had learned Angular like when I was younger. I would have made way more money earlier, which I know it's not what it's about, but like it's so nice to have a good job where you're valued and respected, and it's so empowering. So I love to it, I love to pass along. I, even just the the movement to any sort of software engineering, I, I I feel like anyone can do it if if it aligns with their interests and their because it it's so easy to kind of create a new world, right? Like the, the only limit is your own mind, and and it's so exciting, it's so creative. Uh, I, I I'm always looking for new ways to help other people kind of join the the software industry. I actually struggled for a long time because I thought I was super intimidated by programming in general because I thought they're just smarter than the rest of us like they just woke up geniuses somehow and it's really and that's what I was trying to explain during NG girls like it's not like we work for this and we learn this and we get frustrated we get stuck we help each other we, you know that's why the community is so nice but it like I really think NG girls is a great opportunity to break through that intimidating you know like it's not like you can do this it's not because we're smarter it seems like that but that's not the case it's really just a skill that we learned and anybody can learn this. I, I was reading a study about um, kids and apparently from like a psychological perspective, instead of saying you're so smart, you're, you're supposed to reposition that to like you studied so hard or you like you work so hard at this problem and it like it, it makes their whole universe like in their power versus just being something you're born with, which, which uh, totally is correlated with like better outcomes. Because if you believe you're in control of your world, you will be in control of your world. That's actually really good. It's like a good thing for us to like start saying to each other, like, I worked really hard for this. <laughs> but I mean, I, 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 I agree with you, Bonnie. I mean, I, um, you know, when I started doing development, which was just about three years ago, I was like, wow, you know, I mean, I remember, uh, you know, Ben, ben Lesh and I, like, I remember when he was working at Netflix, I was like, Ben, come and teach me this RxJS thing. I don't know what this thing is, right? And, you know, conversations haven't changed much with me and Ben pairing on RxJS, but I remember sitting down and he's like, okay, do you know what this is? Do you know what that is? Do you know what whatever is? And, like, I didn't even know how to, you know, 
do, I mean, I didn't know anything at the time. He's like, let's start off with basic JavaScript, Tracy. But <laughs> then as he started teaching me more and more, um, and as I started learning JavaScript more and more, every time I saw something bright and shiny that I wanted to learn, I was like, this is gonna be so awesome. I'm gonna learn this super hard thing. And then after you're taught it, you're like, oh, that was so easy. Why? But honestly, Tracy, I think one of the most endearing things about you when you started was like, I don't know if you realize, for me, it was really difficult to ask questions, especially in the beginning, because I had that major imposter syndrome. Like, I feel stupid because I can't figure out how to do this. And to say like, hey, can you help me figure this out? Like some people really struggle with that. And so for you to come out and say, I don't know how to do this. It's like, oh, is it just that easy? We can like, we're allowed to just say, hey, I need some help. Can you teach me? Like, that's so endearing. Don't yeah. let it go to your head. I mean, it's yeah, it, it's hard too, right? Because I still, I think I still do it. Like I still sometimes feel like, oh my gosh, where's my, you know, like where's my safe space? Where's my safe circle? Like who can help me with this problem? I feel like I suck. Should I just give up on technology altogether? Like, you know, you, you constantly go through, I think, those cycles of, you know, does this work? Does this not? But then, you know, you get worn down, I think, as a very senior level developer, and you're just like, all right, let's just pound through the 15 different ways this we could make this work, and it's just going to work, and I'm going to spend eight hours, you know. I think perseverance is <laughs> one of the most important skills for software developers yeah. of any kind of amount of experience, right? If this is your first day or if it's your 10,000th day, perseverance, push through because you can do it. And I'll continue to celebrate the wins. If you get something to work, don't just be like, oh, yeah, of course it works. But celebrate it. Enjoy the fact that it works. Get somebody else excited about it. Show somebody else something cool that you did, whether or not it's one line of code or a thousand lines of code. But we enjoy the positives as well. Mike, every, every time you do that, I always have balloons and cake at my house. Every time you tell me you did something awesome. So I, I certainly celebrate it. You're the most supportive person in the universe, Justin. Oh, what? He just, look at that. He just left. <laughs> the nice thing you said to him, and he was just like, click, whatever. I'm sorry, Mike. Come back. <laughs> I think I changed the rooms. I think this is also actually one of the reasons why I really like Angular. So when I, you know, you think about development in general, and uh, I think people always say things like, learn JavaScript first, right? But I have to tell you, for me, after like a week or two, maybe it was even just a week of learning HTML, CSS, JavaScript, uh, you know, my boyfriend at the time just looked at me and he's like, well, I didn't really want to do this, but it doesn't seem like you're going to be happy. Here's Ember. And I was like, this is amazing, right? Because you just have this framework and it's so impact. And that's what really got me really excited. Like it was like, oh my gosh, I could just build an app. So then I was able to spend like 14 hours building this app. It's kind of the very same thing with uh, Angular, right? Like you can just engineer, spin up your apps, stick Angular material on, like deploy your app to Firebase. It's on the internet, like life is amazing. I think now, especially with tools like um, Stacklets, like the other day, Ben uh, Seth <laughs> reported at NGConf and I had a midnight flight. I was like, well, we have two hours to go. Let's code on something. So he taught me RxJS animations um, super late at night. But like we just use stack blitz, quite honestly. We're like, screw this, like let's just use stack blitz and do this. So 
you know, as our ecosystem sort of evolves and develops, I really love like how Angular has just sort of embraced all these tools and just made it easier for people to just like, you know, do in general, right? One of the things I, I would love to do is to help all the experts out there know that they're experts. Uh, and uh, I'll give a, a couple examples of this. So a lot of people assume that you, you have to know every feature of Angular to be an expert, and, and that's totally not the case. So uh, with all these applications to the Angie Girls event next week, um, Shmuel actually went back to a bunch of the people that had applied to attend, and they're like, "Hey, no, you're you're already doing this. You should you should mentor. You should help out." And so I think that if we could have some sort of recognition of like uh, maybe a, a low have a lower bar for people saying, "Hey, if you're productive in Angular and you're you're building good apps that are scalable and maintainable and testable, you're you're an expert, right?" Like there, there's always more to learn, but that, that don't let that stop you from recognizing your own accomplishments and your own ability. I think also you don't have to do what everybody else is doing. Like you should feel very comfortable in your own skin to do what you're good at. And that's advice I give myself, by the way. <laughs> like, you know, me like, I need to learn schematics and elements now. And just being comfortable with like, okay, well, you know, right now I feel much more excited and passionate about uh, helping out women in tech, so YOLO. If you need help learning schematics, I, I know a guy. Yeah, I know, and Hans too. I've been like, Hans was like, I'll teach you. I'm like, you know what you just got yourself into? <laughs> my self-doubt goes the other direction. Sure, I understand how schematics works now, but at the same time, I haven't done much with uh, material. I haven't written too many Angular applications of recent. So while some skill sets built, some fade. Fading. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Brocky. Shiny is a one-story. You know, I, I wonder a little bit about like the fact that, you know, we, we look at Angular and uh, Angular is a platform, right? And because it's a platform, it involves a lot of things, right? And we look at other maybe frameworks or other front end stuff, and, and maybe it's a little less, it's, it's more of like a framework that does a certain thing. And so maybe in comparison, we think and go, oh, well, it's like a framework. I should know all of it to be an expert, right? And, but but it's really a platform that involves so many things that, that like you're saying, you can have these segments of, I know this really well, and, and that does make you an expert. Um, it's just the breadth of Angular is so large, right? Yes. <laughs> I think also it's not, I mean, contributor days in general is not just about like, like it's not like you need to be an expert. It's more about the idea of, Hey, if you're doing things that you think are cool, betcha other people think it's cool too, right? Even the small, silly little, like my beginner uh, blogs about things get way more reach than anything. So I always encourage when I see people starting, they're like, oh, I'm going to start with Angular. I'm like, okay, please blog about it. Like get other people excited about it because you think, oh, everyone's an expert. Everybody's more senior than me. Um, but, you know, there's always somebody who knows less than you, right? So you have the opportunity to motivate those people who know less than you and also probably inspire the people who know more than you for the amount of, you know, effort you're putting out, like putting yourself out there too. And it's also different voices, right? I mean, like everybody could teach the same thing, but teach it in different ways. And that'll connect to different people in different ways. So one person may not get it from one source, but may totally get it from another. 
And I think that's important as well, you know, to keep these, even if it's something like, like I said, already been written about or already been blogged about how to do this, you know, if you have a voice and you want to share that, share that because you're going to reach somebody, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I have a very systematic way of how I write my blog posts. Like it kills me when there's blog posts that are uh, that like assume, you know, things. And so they leave out half of whatever it is or, you know, you'd like don't see some bit of code. I'm like, dude, I need to see everything there. I'm, I'm sorry, Tracy. You can't assume what. Oh, yeah. Is that what you do? <laughs> Sometimes it's hard not to make assumptions. Don't assume. Yeah, but I find myself doing the same thing as well, right? Like, uh, I think just depending on where you are in your in your journey, um, there's different. Like, you know, you sort of like have a different flavor and, and style of what you do. But what's your next blog post, broccoli? Uh, I don't know if I have blog posts planned. Um, I think before any blog post, I think there needs reading, to be documentation. Blog post. Document, blog post about the documentation? No, I think it's just the actual documentation. We've done some really, really cool things over the last several months on our team and just explaining to people how to use them. So I think that will be very cool. I think people are going to be excited with the stuff we've been doing. So. Just got to be able to share it and educate people about it. Hey, Stephen, I got a question for you. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I know there's this movement to talk talk about doing Angular for designers and how do you get designers more involved and stuff like that. Is that going to be a topic on Contributor Days? Uh, I don't think we had that spec'd out for, for this Contributor Days. I, I would love to. Um, I, but maybe maybe that, that's not the right form for it. Maybe because... I don't know. What do you think? Well, I kind of start thinking about like, okay, well, if we talk about getting people involved in building other tools and other extensions and things like that for Angular, like, um, you know, a call to arms saying, look, can we get some more stuff for design type of things involved in there that may be able to spur the community on to wanting to contribute in that angle? Yeah, no, no, it, it's a great thought. I mean, so I, I gave a talk at ng-conf called Angular for Designers where um, I explored some of the the ideas and the requests that we've gotten and and started putting together, hey, what if we did this to, to really just start a conversation and to, to drive interest from the community? And I had like 20 or 30 people come up to me after the talk being like, yeah, I, I can't wait. I need X, Y, Z. I need what, this other thing. And so I, I'm really passionate about that. And I think that's going to be a big thing. Uh, I hope we can land for developers uh, this year. What else are y'all going to be announcing? Broccoli's documentation, maybe? Oh, just going to be, you going to have to wait and see. You well, so by the way, I don't think we mentioned that it's May 31st. And it's, it's at 8 a.m. Pacific in order to account for, you know, hopefully that makes it easier for people um, who are on Europe time and um, India time and China time. And we tried. We tried to make it best. We considered the world and tried to pick a time that worked best for most people. And we, we know that we've left some people out, but yeah. we're sorry. Yes, but it's all recorded, so it's great. I mean, it's just going to be uh, Google, uh, what is it, YouTube Live. Um, so 
you know, you'll be able to watch it and ask questions later and uh, everybody's Twitter handles and things like that will be posted and everything. So you're not going to give us any secrets on these like exciting announcements that are going to happen in a month. What kind of new releases are going to be happening? Some sometimes you just got to wait and see. Yeah, I'm curious if you're expecting the release of Angular 6 at, at there or not. I, I believe it was put best by Rob. I think he was the one who said it the most. <laughs> is that Angular 6 will be re-released when it's ready. <laughs> I think that's appropriate. You're so nice. So how long is Contributor Days? Is it like an all-day thing because of the day? or? It's just four hours. Yeah. Just four hours. Yeah. Like three to four hours, assuming it's going to be more around four hours because of the fact that people, I think, uh, will like to talk. But I think the other thing I like about Contributor Days is it's so organic. So depending on the people that are there, uh, depending on the people who are just like logging on, listening live and chatting with us in the chat, that's going to really structure where the conversation goes. Right. So like. For example, on the education piece, certain people will be talking about like their initiatives in uh, the Angular education world. And then we'll have like a 30 minute open panel session about uh, like education in general. So that'll be a really good opportunity for like, again, anybody who's in uh, in the room online with us to chat and talk about like anything they want to talk about. Right. Uh, when Angular team gives their uh, state of the world Angular thing, then uh, they'll, you know, like you'll have an opportunity basically for an hour of like an AMA. And I actually really love that. I think a, a lot of things uh, that I tend to do with this dot is really this idea of like bringing people together. So my, my passions come from bringing people together and helping people in general. And um, the idea of making things more attainable, right? Like people are just people. I think Stephen, this sort of resonates a lot with like stuff that you say of, hey, you know, I mean, speaker, core team, whatever, you know, we're all people, we're all in this together. Um, this is kind of one of the reasons why Ben and I do these uh, YOLO Brolo podcasts where, you know, I get him to like pair with me on something he's, he doesn't even know. And you can hear him with his like dad voice being like, okay, I'm not frustrated. We're going to get through this, you know? But like it shows that it like helps show that we are all human. Like there's, you don't have to, you know, it's not like, it's not like uh, Broccoli's never going to uh, break a line of code. He's taking on you. He's both a robot and perfect. So just, just keep that in mind. <laughs> so not true. Not a <laughs> very, very, very false. Bonnie, have you ever seen that Angular Girls like somebody building an application be like, um, why are you here as a like why aren't you a mentor? <laughs> I have actually had this conversation with many people. And um, actually, one of the guys that is now one of my uh, organizers, we had a conversation years ago, and he was like, but I'm just a beginner. And I was like, you're not a beginner. <laughs> and he was like, I'm not. I'm like, no, you're actually like, you've been coming here for a while. You ask really good questions. Stop calling yourself a beginner. But I'm, I'm guilty of that, too, because they made me a GDE. And I was so excited because I don't consider myself an expert. I never like I always look and see people smarter than me. Like, I'm like, I'm just like you know, I'm just a regular person. So it's it, but I think it's good for us not to get too 
arrogant, like, oh, I'm, I'm a hot shot, you know, like, and it's when, when I see the angular core team, they're so humble. And I'm like, it actually helped me a lot because I went back to work after my first NG comp and there were people uh, back at my office that walked around like they were big, you know, important people and they were pretty rude. And it's like, these are like my heroes and they're so humble. And it just, it was very empowering. Like, I love people like that. Yeah. It's kind of hard once you begin to work with nice people or nice community or just like in general are around nice people to uh, deal with the crappy people. Like it sort of opens up your eyes, right? Like for example, imagine if you're, I, mean, I had this situation very recently where, uh, you know, there was a person I was working with and it was, um, you know, for better or worse, it was a guy. And uh, I said something and I got really excited about something. He's like, okay, when I say we're not gonna talk about it, that means we're not gonna talk about it anymore. And I was like, hmm. I'm not sure what that was all about, you know, but after being, you know, after just coming back from NGConf and just having all these people so excited and inspired and like feeling that collaboration and feeling like, okay, this is, you know, I think community in general teaches you how to treat people, right? So uh, it's very hard to go into another community or like start working with people who uh, don't have that sort of same mindset, right? And so if we can keep bringing that into like our organizations in general, um, that's kind of why I like to see, like, I think people in general, like I see, uh, I see a lot of people who are speakers or who work for large companies, like let's say Capital One or something, go to something like NGConf, uh, you know, they're, you know, they're just there, they're excited about it, but then they become these huge advocates within. And I think that sort of stems from like us being a good community in general, right? Like it gets people, other people excited and wanting to bring it to there. Because it's so empowering. Because there were people when I was just a little developer and nobody knew who I was, like it was easy to push me around, right? But then I go and I'm like, hey, if Mishko would actually like have a conversation with me and answer all my questions and treat me like I'm such an important person that's worth his time. Like, you know, I sing karaoke with Mike Brocky. Do you know who Mike Brocky is? I do, you know, and it's like, I wouldn't allow myself to be pushed around anymore because I felt so empowered that if they started like being condescending, I would start name dropping. Like, you know, Brad Green follows me on Twitter, right? Like I got the big, I told everybody, like my parents are like, what's Twitter? And I'm like, it's the coolest thing. Like, yeah, it's very empowering when you, you, you <laughs> rub elbows with these great, wonderful people. It's hard to push people around when they get back to the office. It's like, hey, I know, really. <laughs> I don't know how old your, your parents are, but like you have Sam as the littlest of, and so you could have like your mom as the oldest of. <laughs> I think they're actually, I talked to somebody who was in the process of teaching her mother so that we do have somebody's mother and I need to find out who and get them. But sometimes like I'm bad because I like, I meet cool people and then I just like want to yank them in and like have them start participating in the community. And some people it's like, they're not comfortable with that. And I'm like, Oh, you like a, uh, uh, angular bootcamp, Rachel. I was like, you need to go up on stage. And she's like, no, I don't want to go up on stage. And I'm like, no, you're going to be awesome. Trust me, just do it. And it's fun. But like, I try, I like, there's a, it's a hard balance for me because I want to take people and go, you're going to be great. You, I want you to participate in this community and people are terrified, but then they do it and they find out like, this is a, such a wonderful community. It's like, really, I think people should come, people should participate more because there's so many of us that are introverts 
And I was an introvert, believe it or not, I was very introverted because I was terrified. I'm like, oh, what if they don't like me, you know? And once I got over that, like it was really helpful for my career, but that was a hard thing for me to jump over is like, oh, what if they don't like me? What if, what if I ask a question and they think I'm stupid? Like I, and I try now to like go get other people and get them over that hump and like, nobody's going to think you're stupid. Come on. It's going to be fun. It's and a it's with pull requests. Um, you push up some code. Try and fix something. If it doesn't work, you know what? You're not going to get negative comments of like, what are you, stupid? No, people aren't going to be like that. They're going to say, hey, I appreciate you putting out some effort to try and fix something. Hey, what you might want to try is maybe X, Y, or Z because A or B doesn't seem to be working the way you were hoping it would. I like a lot of- It all comes back to the letters that you use. I like a lot of people if they're uh, first contributors and they're freaked out or something like that especially like for RxJS, for example, they'll just be like, hey, I made this contribution to RxJS, uh, you know, because maybe they feel, I think they feel like I'm a safe space, you know, versus maybe like they're a little bit more intimidated by Ben. And so I'll be like, Ben, there is a contributor, like help them, you know, respond. And then, you know, that gets people excited. So I think regardless of how you and who you are in the ecosystem, like, dude, even I think, you know, this is what I would love to do. Just like go onto the Angular repos, right? And just, you know, just be like, this is awesome to like every single PR. You know, just get people excited. We should do that. Like, like do you know how many emails that would send? <laughs> Everyone's going to, they're like, all right, Tracy's at it again. Five in the morning, what's happening? <laughs> but um, to the point, uh, I was at the meetup here in Mountain View on Wednesday of last week, and I think Sam may need to give up her Twitter account. There was a young man who, if I had to guess his age, I would say he may have been 10, 11 years old. Yeah, but see, Sam is not just the youngest dev. She's also short. No, no, no. She was taller than him. I'm way she's I'm glad she's not home because she would like come behind me with a bat and beat me for that because that's a horrible thing to say. So but there's like multiple meetings in the littlest dev. But but I think tell me. But Please see, don't tell us like that. And looking out in the audience at the meetup, you're like, wow, somebody brought their child. But after speaking with him after the meetup and getting asked some rather decent questions, I'm wondering if uh he didn't drag his parents to the meetup. <laughs> This is a this is Maddie Moss, Maddie Moss little boy, right? He's a this like little Asian boy, yeah. So okay, so we did Native Script Jeopardy. Stephen, do you remember this? So Native Script Jeopardy, and he like you know he he started answering one question, but he won straight out Native Script Jeopardy because he knew all the answers more than anybody in the room. We're like, what? <laughs> So, so there, there's young developers, but there's also another category of developers that, that we don't see enough, which is a lot of people build Angular applications at their company behind the firewall, and they they toil in isolation, kind of. And, and a lot of people don't realize that there's this huge community out there that even if you work at a big company on proprietary secretive stuff all day, you can still be part of the community. And, and I, I think there's been a, a bunch of people waking up to that fact. I mean, we're seeing kind of more and more meetups being started even within companies and things like that. And so there, there's lots and lots of people that are, are starting to join the community and, and everyone's welcome. Yeah, being a speaker doesn't mean you have to go to a conference where there's 30,000 people 
or going to a local conference where there's 300 people or even a meetup where there's 20 to 50 people. It could just be your team. Hey, this is something cool I learned. Let me show it to you five people or just going to the person next to you. Hey, take a look at what I just saw. That's all part of building the community and sharing the knowledge that you've gained as well as uh, absorbing knowledge that others have gained and are willing to share. That's actually been a really interesting thing for me to realize. You don't realize until you start uh, being reached out to how many large companies have these sort of like Angular or JavaScript specific meetups just for internal uh, sharing. And that's actually really cool and inspiring to see. So things that we don't see that happen, like these little champions internally, you know. You know, there's been so much work um, to evolve this community and this experience and all these great things that everybody's been talking about this whole episode. And we talk about every day with Angular and, and that whole thing that's going on, right? I wonder if, uh, what, what's the plan for the next step of taking that, that blueprint, that experience, that knowledge and sharing that into other realms, right? To helping other people, other communities do this sort of thing. Um, Contributor days, it's, it's not, there's other contributor days besides Angular, right? Is that correct? Yeah, there's like, uh, we did RxJS contributor days. We're doing Vue contributor days, uh, Re React contributor days as well. Um, so, I mean, I think that's, I think it's really cool to just, you know, like, I think as an Angular developer or whatever developer you are, if you just resource share, right? Like one of the biggest things for me with contributor days uh, which I, it was amazing to me that the Augury people, Angular Augury people, didn't know about Ember Inspector. So I was like, dude, this is the exact same product. And they literally built the same exact thing for the community, not even knowing that the other thing existed. You know, and so I think we tend to see a lot of that, or at least I see a lot of that when I sort of like hop in between uh, different communities. But Cool. All right. Well, we'll get into the top of the hour. So let's uh, uh, give the details again really quick about when Contributor Days is and stuff like that. Um, and then we'll wrap up the show. Contributor Days is May 31st, 8 a.m. Pacific, broadcasted online. You can uh, go to contributordays.com um, and check it out. And uh, I'll send you the direct link, Justin, so you can post it as well. Cool. All right. Anybody want to do any picks before we wrap up? Raise your hand, say loud. I don't know. Okay. Bonnie. I have one pick, but I'm going to make it really quick. Um, and it was actually kind of funny. This was pre-NGConf, but I feel like it's been a whirlwind since then. So I'm just kind of catching up on picks. But uh, Tracy actually had a little tweet that um, I didn't know anything about because I wasn't paying attention. And all of a sudden, Samantha and I started picking up all these crazy new followers. And we were like, what's going on? Like, all of a sudden, everybody loves us. Where is this coming from? And I didn't know. It took us a few days to figure out that we were on uh, Tracy Lee's Fempire, uh Women Tech Speakers. And, and it was really like... It was, it was kind of an amazing thing that went viral and it was really cool. So uh, I just wanted to do a shout out if you guys have not heard about that uh, list and Tracy, maybe you can. Yeah, so actually, so it's not all, it's, it's not um, female speakers. It's actually just random people. I just started, every time I met a woman in tech, I just started collecting them and adding them to this vampire list. 
Um, so, cars. <laughs> and, but you know, it was so crazy because in my feed and in a lot of other people's feeds, people were like, um, hi, I just got 300 new followers. Don't know where they came from, but nice to meet you. You know, and it's, it's also, it's, it's like good tech people, right? It's not like random bots following you. It's like, you know, people actually, I mean, I was actually shocked how many people, um, like there was a list of 300, now it's almost 400. But the fact that people would literally go down the entire list and follow the entire 300 people was insane to me. So yeah, definitely. <laughs> and when Tracy treats you, tweets you, you have been tweeted. <laughs> like, yeah, Sam and I didn't know what was going on. And it's a lot of people like we didn't know what was going on, but apparently uh, Tracy put us on a list. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, people would DM me and be like, I don't know what the hell is going on. But, yeah, whatever hundred followers. I was like, oh, I put you on a list. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was really, it was really, um, I was very flattered to be on that list and it, and it was a lot of fun, but I thought that was really cool. Like I never had anything go viral like that before. So it was, it was pretty fun. Very cool. Uh, we've, we've got a sign off here in a sec, so I'll just call it uh, update.angular.io. If you haven't given the uh, V6 RCs a try, uh, update.angular.io shows you how to do it. Uh, give us feedback on it where we want to make it better. Uh, and if you wait too long, you might miss the RCs entirely. You might just move to, RC, uh, to version six without it. Who knows? Who knows? Cool. All right, you guys got to get off at the top of the hour. Yeah. Um, all right, well, then let's say thank you to Steven for joining us today. Appreciate that. Um, and uh, we'll say thank you to Tracy as well for joining us. Uh, I think Austin has some picks, but let's say thanks first, just in case everybody else jump off. So thank you, appreciate it. We'll yeah, yeah, I've got a couple picks. Uh, Node 10 came out. And inside Node 10, there's a new feature inside the new NPM called NPM Audit, which does security vulnerability audits on your packages, which is super cool. Everyone should be doing the security vulnerabilities. Also, there's uh, the Node.js debugger for Visual Studio Code now has time travel capability. So you can actually like rewind your debugger uh, while, you're, while you're actually debugging it. So you don't even have to restart it anymore. And then Visual Studio Code, the new one, can organize your imports for you. So that's a new feature. You can like turn it on where it like sorts your imports um, for you like alphabetically, I think. I'm not sure. But it sorts them, so it's cool. <laughs> cool, cool. Now I want to give an, another shout out to uh, ng girls, ng-girls.org. Um, you know, they've got that the workshop coming up here at like mentioned after Google I.O. I'm gonna have a chance to mentor there. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'm hoping to convince my daughter to come for a little bit of it as well. We'll see. Uh, she's got dance that weekend as well, so it might be pretty busy, but we'll we'll, we'll see. But uh, I know they have other events coming up as, as well, so please check that out, ng-girls.org, uh, great organization. So, All right. Uh, Tracy, do you have any links, or can we just say thank you, or what, what would you, how would you like to wrap up? I'm good to go. I don't have anything exciting to say. All right. See you guys at Build and IO. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thanks again for your time. Really appreciate it and all the work that you do. And uh, we're looking forward to contributing. Everything too. Yeah. All right. See everyone next week. <laughs>